Okay, hit him with Pyroblast, Kyle. Casting. There's an eight-second cast time. Aren't you spec to reduce cast time? No, uh, I'm an arcane fire mage. Christ. Podcasting all of Azeroth, this is World of Warcast, episode number 218. I am Michael Gaines. And I am Renata. And for the second week in a row, I'm depressed. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Giants blew it again. I, I didn't watch the whole game, so that's all I Neither can say. Neither did I. It was too depressing. I'm just not, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Uh, all I will say is, once again, the Giants proved that they can screw up anything. Anything. Uh-huh. Anything at all. Yep. All right. What? Where are we going to start? Because we have a bunch of different notes all over the place. Well, let's start with some news. Okay. Uh, of course, BlizzCon is a month away. Yes, are you going? Oh no, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going. And I don't mean that in a, in a negative way. I'm just like uh, back when BlizzCon tickets were going on sale. I was at that point where I'm just like, I'm not even playing the game anymore. So right. no, I, I would like to go. I was thinking about this. I would like to go and just hang out outside and, you know, hang out with people afterwards and Uh go eat and everything. But no, it's just, there's just too much going on. So no, my issue is I hate lines and I hate crowds. You would not like BlizzCon. (laughs) Right. I've, I've never been, I sort of feel like, you know, someday I, I really ought to try to go, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe try to get a media pass. Yeah. Yeah. But for the most part, as I said, given how much I hate lines and crowds, but I, my father-in-law does live in that area, so I you know, at least wouldn't have to worry about the, the hotel costs. But anyway, for those of us who are staying home, uh, the, the, they are offering the 2016 virtual ticket for $39.99. Yes. And all it requires is an internet connection and <laughs> Battle.net connection. I like how they say that it requires an internet connection, as if the bits would magically come into your computer some other way. Right. Well, I think that the distinction that they're making is, at least in the early years, and I don't know when this changed, you had to get it through DirecTV. Oh, that, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. It was on DirecTV years ago. Yes. Right. So I think that they, they although DirecTV is one of their sponsors, I think they do have to make the distinction that you don't need DirecTV to get it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's and true. And they're, they're offering along with the virtual ticket of being able to watch two days of this, uh, they're offering all kinds of in-game goodies for all the various uh, Blizzard <laughs> games. For while, they're offering Legionnaire Murky and Night Captain Murky packs. Cap- I love that. I have all the Murkies except for the Murky suit. Oh. Uh, yeah. And how did you get that one? How, how would you have gotten that one? Well, you go to BlizzCon, but that was the one year I didn't have access to anything from blizzcon so i never got the murky suit i got murky and uh-huh. all the stuff after the murky suit but not the murky suit now i haven't you know of course i wasn't playing for four years but before that um the only times that i ever watched the virtual ticket is a bunch of us would get together at christie's house yeah and watch it all together and it was it's a lot of fun to watch in a group it, it is it really is yeah. Um, I'm not sure that I would get it if it was just going to be, you know, Kryler and me watching it, but because, you know, you miss all of the great commentary on the costume contests mm-hmm. and unfortunately no one will be able to make any comments about Chris Metzen's suit this year. Uh, I know it's sad. It's sad. Um, but, um, for those of you who are interested, there is also an option to pre-purchase a BlizzCon goodie bag for which there is no data as to what is in the goodie bag. Right. Uh, sometimes it's like mouse pads and things like that, but I don't know what's in it. 
I, I actually still use mouse pads, but <laughs> I, think my, I do. Too. I know I'm old school here. Uh, I hate I, I hate the the little pad thing on my my laptop. I have to use a mouse. I have uh, for my Mac. I have a Riven mouse pad still. Ooh. So for those of you that don't know, Riven is the sequel to the game Mist, which came out in '93. Uh huh. That's that's really this old. This is school. this is yeah. I'm gonna I'm just gonna show Ren right now. So here's my Riven mouse pad. Wow. Still, now why do I still use this thing? Because over the years, like I had um one of the mouse pads that came in. Uh, this is for, which one is this? Oh, this is um. Cataclysm mouse pad. What happened over the years is that there was like a coating on it, and the coating would start to come up from it. Yep. And so I would be raiding, of all things, and uh, my mouse would just clump up. There'd be dirt under my mouse because all the stuff would clump up, and I was like, "No, nah, I can't do this anymore." So that's why I still use this one. It's cloth, and it it's great. It doesn't get... I use one of these hard pads. Yeah. That it's a game. It's got a a rough surface on one and a smooth surface on the other. And I, on my gaming machine, I use a wired mouse okay. because I've had a lot of problems with wireless mouses, just mice, mouses, mice, mice <laughs> just losing the connection and such. So I have a steel Mises. series wired mouse that I like, and I don't like a lot of buttons on my, on my mice. Cause I just, I won't use them. Well, and it's just one more thing to break. So uh, what I do on my machine is that I used to use a wireless mouse also. And just like some people, I lost my connection to my wireless mouse because maybe I forgot to charge it the night before or something. And so I said, that's it. I'm, from now on, I'm just wiring. Everything is wired. Yeah, me too. I do not buy wireless anything anymore. Not well, my, my laptop's wireless, and I have a wireless mouse on that, but that's just for work. Yeah. Yeah. My my gaming machine, everything's wired, including my internet connection. Mm-hmm. Same because with me. when we built our house, we had a built-in Ethernet network put mm-hmm. in, so I, everything is wired, and I don't so I don't lose my connections that way. Yeah, I do the same thing. Everything down here is wired. Everything upstairs, I have a cable that I ran. It's it's a long cable, but I run it upstairs, and it helps because I tried like using my Apple TV wired mm-hmm. and then um, and then wireless. And it's like night and day. And I have a really good connection, too. Well, and there's a lot of people who think that if you are playing something like WoW, that with some specific rating issues aside, doesn't involve a lot of twitch mm, compared does. to a first-person shooter. Mm-hmm. That you don't really need to have gaming peripherals. Yeah. But it really does make a huge difference. Yeah, it does. It, it really does. Uh, the rest of the stuff that comes with the virtual ticket, uh, there's a Bastion skin for Overwatch, 20th anniversary pet for Diablo 3. Uh, maybe Ren will like that. It supposedly <laughs> looks like the old school Diablo 1 Diablo. Oh. <laughs> okay. Which is kind of goofy looking, but I frankly haven't even opened Diablo 3 since I started playing WoW. So. Oh, okay. Uh, welcome in card for Hearthstone, a Nexus Tiger mount for Heroes of the Storm, and for StarCraft Three, mysterious new content. Ooh. Ooh. No, we don't know what that is. But I don't even play StarCraft Three, so. Uh, I tried. I, I can't do it. I'm not twitchy enough. Now I, I have I have terrible twitch. I you know I have problems. I mean, just to give you for those of you old school EverQuest, yeah. you remember what was it called Velkator? It was that ice tower. 
that yes. you had to. Yes. I always fell off the damn thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, bad. even just climbing ice with my character slipping around, I'd fall off the damn thing. So I'm terrible at Twitch. <laughs> uh, some other news. There's a World Quest bonus event going on right now for a week, right? Right. It's, yes. it's, it's today until next Tuesday. These mm-hmm. run Tuesday to Tuesday. So 50% more rep from World Quests in Broken Isles. And that's nice because I just hit Revered in Everything. I mm-hmm. got exalted with the Nightfallen. Mm. And so now I'm just working on getting this this rep up. Not that I really need to. I'm a completionist. So yeah, me I too. just want to do it. But see, here's the thing. I'm sort of at a point in the game now where my rep is all revered. Nightfallen is exalted. I am about I'm about fifty five percent left on the last epic artifact item that I want to get. So there's this one that gives me extra damage on flame strike, which I hardly ever use. I do use it, but it's not nearly as important as the other stuff that I do. So so that I'm I, I may get that by the weekend. Mm-hmm. So that'll be nice. But um my point is that I'm sort of in this place now where I'm like, uh, okay, what do I do? So right. I have to finish class hall. I have there's this uh, scenario I have to do which I haven't done yet. Still have to do Emerald Nightmare. I've been putting it off because of this whole thing where I have to get the resources and then um I tried finishing up uh, Nightfallen and such getting um um ancient mana. Mhm. Getting all that taken care of. So now that I'm at this place where I feel like my character is good, my eye level is good, my weapon is good. Now I'm going to start doing Emerald Nightmare, at least on normal. But right. I have to use the group finder in order to do it because my guild is not doing it. <laughs> right. That's, I'm going to be in the same boat when the time comes. Uh, but this week also, you want to make sure that you visit Archmage Timir, T-I-M-E-A-R. Mm-hmm. He's near Violet Hold. If you go in uh, to the Violet Hold area and you hang a left, he gives you a quest um, that if you this week you complete 20 world quests and he'll give you 5,000 order resources. Yeah, and, and you need that because I'm at this point now in the game, I'm bringing it up now, so I'm at the last part of my class hall quests, mm-hmm. and um, and so I have to get that last part that allows you to use two legendaries at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I'm four hundred something short. Let me see. Let me see where it is here. Um, increased number of legendary items you can equip by one. Research time fourteen days. Cost fifteen thousand. So I'm like a day, not even a day. I'm just like two quests away from finishing this. And last night, I could not find any more order resource quests. I was just like, I'm well, here's your shot to get 5,000 so, of them. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to need that. Um, right. Last night, I got the Arcane Divination. Allows you to place a work order for one of your three weekly Seals of Broken Fate in exchange for order resources. And so. I... Don't know if this is a timing issue or what it is, but if you go to Archmage Tamir yeah. and he doesn't have the quest, go out, do one world quest, and come back. Oh, okay. And he should have the quest for you because I had that happen. I went to him and I'm like, he doesn't have any quest for me. What's the, pro- what's the thing? Well, first of all, when I read about this on Wowhead, they told me to see the wrong guy. They oh. told me to see the other guy, the one who gives you the seals that you can buy the seals of fate from. 
but nobody had a quest for me. So I'm looking around going, there's nobody in this violet hold area that has this relevant quest. So I went out, I did one world quest. I came back and bingo. He had the quest. Okay. Well, that's good. So I don't know whether it was just that I hadn't done one within the certain period of time or mm-hmm. whatever, because um, I don't know. It might have been a timing issue. So other people might not have that problem. But if you do have that problem, that's the fix. The funny thing is that I I got exalted with the Nightfall on a couple of days ago, and mm-hmm. I got one of my order hall quests. Order hall quests. My class hall quest was 250 rep with Nightfallen. Okay. Yay. <laughs> uh no i'm not gonna do that uh, don't bother you know don't waste the resources no the funny thing is that i don't have to do all those silly quests in suramar anymore like the mm. wine and everything. like i do them if there's something there like i need like resources or something like that but as far as rep goes i don't feel like i have to do every single one anymore right well you might want to do them now if you if that will get your 20 yeah yeah uh dark moon fair is this week started on sunday Right, and so you have until Sunday, remember, five points on every one of your professions, so this is huge with Legion. Yeah, it is. And you have written here, the Dark Moon Skate Aquatic Mount. Is this above water? water? No, it's an aquatic mount. That's what I thought. Okay. You can only use it in water. Uh, For those of you who were not former divers, a skate isn't isn't like a roller skate. It's a type of, of ray. Um, oh, and okay. so it's a, it's a, it's a fish, a ray fish, like a, like a stingray. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's coming out in 7.1, but you will be able to buy it for 500 of those dark moon dagger moth fish. Yeah. So save all your fish. Yeah. And they're and not if too hard. cheap on the auction house. Buy them. <laughs> yeah. They're not too hard to get. You just sit there and watch something on Netflix and just yep. fish. So Netflix and fish. Right. <laughs> so there you go. Um, and all so, right, so what? I was just going to so anyway, um, I finally listened to the, to the show you did with Patrick. I yeah. just had, I've gotten so behind in all my podcasts. I hadn't listened to one. Great episode, by the way. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, you had mentioned on there that Fellwart was selling for an incredibly stupid amount of money on, on your server. What was it? Was. It, say, like, it was like 5,000 gold. Um, was it five thousand or two thousand? It was something stupid, but it dropped dramatically. So now I think it's like around four fifty ish. Yeah, and that's what I was gonna say is I checked on Whisperwind and Fellwart's currently going for between four hundred and fifty and five hundred on Whisperwind. Now, there are still some stupidly optimistic people who are trying to sell it for, you know, twelve hundred, thirteen hundred, but there's enough other people selling it for lower prices mm-hmm. that they're not gonna have a snowball's chance of selling it at that price. Um but I was kind of looking around at different things in the prices, and I don't think that our economy is quite as borked as yours is. No, mine is borked. Yeah. Mine is totally borked. There, first of all, there are people, I was telling Ren before we started recording, there are people that are trying to sell i815 rings on trade chat for like 4,000 or, I don't know, 12,000 gold or something like that. And, and people were just laughing at these people yesterday. The other thing is that uh, somebody was saying that they they wanted to sell a a piece of plate plate hands it was like i eight twenty and they wanted to sell it for sixteen thousand gold or something like that and we're all just like what the hell who was buying that and I said well it's for transmog uh, okay my for transmog for transmog yeah so my theory on that is if you really need it 
okay, fine. But I would just wait until the expansion is over, and then you could buy it for like 20 gold. You're an engineer, <laughs> right? Uh, I have an engineer, yes. Have you checked out what auto hammers are going for on your... No. I found this one out. Auto hammers. An auto hammer is a fairly low-level Legion crafted item. It's a consumable. Mm -hmm. And you can... Anybody can use it. It doesn't require engineering to use, and it it repairs your gear. But it's consumed afterwards. Okay. I've been selling those suckers for 500 gold a piece. Wow. 500... See, now that's dumb, (laughs) because you might as well just buy the mount that has the the little repair guy on it. Exactly. It's, it's you know, and no engineer would use it because you got Jeeves. Right, but it's it's far more cost effective to buy the mount with. with I was the repair originally guy on it. about about a week and a half ago. <laughs> I was selling these things for nine hundred gold wow. pieces. I was undercutting. Wow. I can make those things now. They cost about thirty gold in materials that you buy vendor materials plus. Uh, a small it's like two lay stone ore yeah so it's it would you know it's it's probably the you know like 60 70 gold mm-hmm. to make depending on what lay stone ore is going for that moment and so i mean the profit margin is ridiculous on these things and i'm like who's buying these things i mean i'll keep taking your money yeah, I, yeah. I, if you if it's demand i'll keep taking it um <laughs> maybe in raids maybe they but who's I, I have know, no idea. Why isn't someone so dropping a Jeeves? Well, all right. First off, let me tell you something. I have done so many dungeons over the years where people would come in, we would die once, and then somebody would say, I got to go repair. Why? Why did you not repair before you left? It's like, when. what do you say to your kids all the time? Do you have to go to the bathroom before we leave? <laughs> no, repair before you go into a dungeon. Uh, so, like, who, first off, who's walking around in, like, almost yellow anyway? Or, right. Or red. So there's that, but yeah, somebody could drop a G's, but you don't always have an engineer in the group. And, um, I, I guess these people are, but that's a lot of money for it something it, for, for something. It's a consumable for something that's a, a consumable and B can be prevented in the first place. Mm-hmm. Unless it, like I said, unless it's in a raid, but even in a raid, in a raid, you should have at least one engineer. I would think just statistically. Now, I have sent a few of them to some of my melee characters in particular because I can see a situation where you're in the middle of one of those multi-part scenarios. Mm-hmm. You didn't realize your gear was unrepaired and, you, you know, yeah. I can see that sort of thing. But, you know, to me, they're cheap to make. I just send them to my alts and we're done. But I certainly would not pay 500 gold piece. No, for no. Uh, speaking of economy, we're talking also before we started recording. Uh, Sky Golems on my server are going for about 200,000. Yeah, and I checked my server. It's not much better, 175,000. They're ugly. Well, apart from them being ugly, they were not selling for close to that when they first came out years ago. I think they were like 30 or 40,000. God, I wonder what motorcycles are going for now. Yeah, so I I, I asked somebody, so why are they selling for that much? And they said, well, because they take a month to make moron. And they always have to add that, right? Like, right. I Top know that. I'm an engineer. I just haven't made a Sky Golem in a long time. Mm-hmm. So maybe now I might want to think about doing that, making some, um, some Sky Golems. The other thing is that when the expansion first started, I was selling the uh, Hexweave bags for mm-hmm. roughly... 
1200 gold. I think it was undercutting at maybe 12 or 1300. Now they're going for like 2000 2500. And Well, they're not going for that much on my server. They're they're going I can sell them all day for 1000 gold though. Yeah, oh, I can too. And, and I, I actually, of course, sat down with my spreadsheets and figured out, you know, what was the opportunity cost of selling the because you know it takes it takes sumptuous fur, it takes uh, the the Gorgrand herbs, and it takes uh, sorcerous earth. Mm-hmm. And so I, I looked at the opportunity cost for buying sumptuous fur using garrison resources versus selling the sumptuous. Uh, anyway, long story short, I figured it, it, they cost around three hundred gold to make. In terms of what you would get if you sold just sold the ingredients, mm-hmm. so I mean, I'll take a seven hundred gold profit. I just find it fascinating that you have a spreadsheet. And even oh, I use that... spreadsheets all the time. And then you should even... know that by now. <laughs> but for our new listeners, Ren has spreadsheets. <laughs> uh, well, it, for new listeners, I wrote the first comprehensive blacksmithing guide in EverQuest. Yes, it was a hundred and ten pages long. Mm-hmm. And it was it was going into detailed analysis of the economics of every single blacksmithing item and what was the cheapest path. Mm-hmm. Um, today, I you know if I'd done it today, I would have like you know sold it on Amazon or something like that. But at the time, there really wasn't anything right. in, anything for that. I did get some donations for it though. That's but nice. Yes, I, I I like finding out is you know because. With so many crafted items, you can sell the component parts for so much more mm-hmm. than you can sell the finished product. So I yeah. wanted to make sure that it was actually profitable. Speaking of EverQuest, I looked up my Druid uh, Epic a couple days ago just to see what it was like to do that. That mm-hmm. took weeks, maybe even oh, yeah. months, if you didn't have people to help you. I did my when I did the cleric epic. I literally had one twenty-four hour camp, and I don't mm-hmm. mean twenty-four hours spread out over several days. I mean I was up all freaking night. Yeah, yep. I've had ones like that too. I got lucky on a couple of them, but uh, if if anybody plays WoW and thinks that gathering like like three hundred of this or five hundred of that is is being tough, look no. And we had <laughs> you know we had rare mobs that had rare drops with respawn timers of. Over 30 minutes. Not even 30 minutes, like days. Some of them. But I mean, this one had a respawn time of 30 minutes, but it only had like a 5% drop rate. Yeah. Yeah. So, and also, you know, if someone else tagged it, it was gone. Yep. Like how Blizzard used to be. And thank God they're not anymore. Oh, I know. I remember taking a day off from work just so I can camp this one stupid orc. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was EverQuest. (laughs) That was back in the bad old days. I mean, good old days, but battle days at the same time uh what else do we have you have oh, something about the assassination quest yes i had to follow up on what i was talking about before with my with, with that you can do in many cases you can do the artifact quests on an off spec mm-hmm. and i had done the rogue quest on subtlety with subtlety and outlaw. So I needed to do assassination. And by the way, we also had feedback from one of our listeners, John Goodhart, who said that he had done the same thing with the priest artifact weapons, and he'd done them all on holy. Mm. He didn't know if all specs could do that. Um, but um, he, he he said that uh, he managed to do it all on holy. So it, it, it is possible with a priest as well. But anyway, I had to do the assassination one, and so I was determined to try this in subtlety. If 
you have not done the assassination quest. And if you have a rogue and if you don't want to hear about it, you know, I'd say fast forward a little ways because Mm -hmm. holy cow, this is the most, one of the most frightening experiences I've ever had in WoW. Wow, really? This. Okay. Here we go. Up front, that part of this is just me. I get inordinately freaked out by PvP. Mm-hmm. I've done PvP. I know you're on a PvP server. It's all old news to you. Mm-hmm. But just being flagged causes so much anxiety in me. And I'm not an anxious person mm-hmm. in general. That this quest freaked me the hell out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, you start out, like most of the other quests, you start out with some establishing quests before you get into the scenario. And so, of course, it's an assassination quest. You have to go assassinate a couple people. And one of them is in Burning Steps. No problem. Did that. And then the next one was in Darkshire. Not in Darkshire. No, it was in Duskwood, but it was in Raven Hill. And I was like... Okay, so that's the cemetery. Yeah, but I'm an orc. My my rogue is an orc. I'm thinking, okay, I have to go into Alliance territory to kill someone. So I go sneaking up and bam, immediately get hit by a 110 guard. And I flee for my life. End up sitting in the forest waiting for my flag to wear off. And it's like, oh, God, how am I going to get into this? Because I was, you know, I was right in front of this, of the inn at, at, at Raven Hill. And so I fig- I said, okay, I got to do some reconnaissance. And I go in and I figure out how to get in there without getting flagged, kill the guy, come out. And they send me into Darkshire. <laughs> I'm like, uh, dude, I'm, ro- I, I, I'm an orc. I'm not supposed to be going into dark- Darkshire. And I go there and they've got, you know, they got 102 mobs. But they've also got a bunch of pvp flagged guards but they're all level 37 so i said okay no problem i can get that so i get in there and i've got to go into the town hall the smithy and the inn so i mean i'm going deep into enemy territory it gets better i get done with it they send me to freaking stormwind what oh my god so (laughs) i have to meet this person outside of stormwind and we have to go confront matthias shaw of si7 and i'm going (laughs) really you're going to send me into Stormwind or Green? Did you notice Green here? You know, I, I don't belong in Stormwind. I'm thinking to myself, I had to go look this up. No, the Alliance does the same quest. I thought, you know, maybe I'd gotten shuffled uh. off onto the Alliance path instead of the, 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 the Horde path by accident because of the order I'd done the quest. But no, they're really sending me into Stormwind. Mm. So we sneak up. There's Matthias Shaw, Skull, Red, surrounded by... Stormwind guards, and I'm like, I don't want to be here. And we step up, and I immediately get flagged. And I'm thinking, they're going to send me flagged into Stormwind. Now, without going into a lot more detail, number one, this is just like all the other scenarios. This is when the scenario happens. They're sending you new into an instanced version of it. Okay. Uh, so it's like going when they send you into um, Ice Crown. For the the mage, it's not really Ice Crown. It is a version of Ice Crown. This wasn't really Stormwind. It was a version of Stormwind. But Blizzard is playing a deep psychological game with me <laughs> because I'm flagged in an orc in Stormwind. I was so tense through this whole thing, and I, I'm telling myself this is stupid. This is just like being in any other dungeon. It's it's like walking through. Asuna with you know with red bears who are gonna who are gonna jump on me when I get mm-hmm. close. It's no different. But the fact that I was an orc in Stormwind flagged, even though there were no player characters in me or anywhere around me, the fact that I was flagged was totally immaterial. I was still freaked out. 
So I'm sitting there. I'm like, you know, my, my hands are in claws on the keyboard. I'm trying to get through this. And my husband comes home for work and he comes in and he leans down to give me a kiss. And I'm like, not now. Like, <laughs> what are you doing in Stormwind? And I said, not now. And he just, okay, I'll uh, go away. <laughs> Fortunately, he, he understood my predicament. But anyway, we end up having to go into the, all through the town and into the keep. But I will make another observation about that I, that I made about one of the downsides to doing it off spec. And that has to do with kind of your, your, your mental mm-hmm. landscape, how you approach the quests. I think like a subtlety rogue. My subtlety rogue thinks that it is somehow a professional error to kill more than she has to. If the quest says kill eight and she kills nine, that was that was a total miss. That was you know she she can't take that 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 is against her professional uh, her professional ethics. You know it's it, the whole thing is to try to sneak around things and not have to kill more than you have to. This is an assassination quest. Yeah. I was having a lot of problems because they had spaced out all of these see-through stealth guys. And I was trying to get around them. I was, you know, I was distracting. I was sapping. I was, you know. And the way that they were spaced out and such made it very difficult to do that. Not impossible, but very difficult. And then my vanish would go down. And both vanish and distract had a really long cooldown, So I was spending a lot of time sitting around. And then it occurred to me. They're far apart because you shadow step behind them and kill them. Mm. You just you just stun lock them and kill them. No problems. Think like an assassination rogue. So once I started thinking like an assassination rogue, it was fine. I, I got through the rest of the quest just fine. But I was there was no abilities that I had or didn't have that that led me not not to be able to do the quest as efficiently. It was my own mental state for playing it in the wrong spec. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? No, no, it does. I have the same problem when I switch from like when I had to switch from fire to arcane, uh, uh-huh. just to get uh, the um, I forgot the name of the stat, but the arcane stat. So I'm sitting there going, okay, how do I do my rolling crits in? Ar- oh, I can't do it in arcane, and so I'm I'm just bumbling around arcane because i haven't played arcane in four years or something like Mm -hmm. that so it's not quite the same thing as you it's not the same situation as you but yeah i i do bumble around and i go i don't know what i'm doing right it was it was it was just that i was not approaching it from the right mindset Mm -hmm. yeah same here and I find I find that with, with the rogue quests, the right mindset is really kind of you know the, the the subtlety really is sneaking around. The outlaw is you know rush in with your with your guns and and blades blazing, and assassinate is kill people. Yes, that's what and you're supposed I, to once do. Once <laughs> I got into kill people, I was like, oh, this is easy. Yeah. Um, so as I said, it just it just didn't. I would certainly do it again but i think that one of the things that you need to be aware of is is when you're going off spec you kind of need to think about what are they trying to have you do for the spec that you're there for as opposed to what spec you have and how might you approach it a little differently true uh what else we got oh there's one thing in news that uh we don't have on on your list but i just Mm -hmm. wanted to mention today is the 10th anniversary of the south park episode make love not warcraft oh god i've forgotten all about that episode that was the one where they they leveled to like level 60 killing boars outside of 
Goldshire. Yeah, like they, they were very vague about that. They had some guy who apparently has no life and he leveled beyond what they always thought that they could. And then the kids were like, how are we going to, how are we, they're still in Goldshire. So they're like, how are we going to get 30 levels? And I'm thinking, well, wait a minute, what level are you now? Mm-hmm. Because 30 levels up from what? Two? 32? That's not where the game goes. If he said something like 100, that would make a little more sense. But I I don't take it very seriously. The Sword of a Thousand Truths was hilarious. And mm-hmm. um, there, there's just a lot in that episode that I absolutely loved. And so that's why, uh, for those of you that were listening earlier, that's why I used that opening earlier in the uh, episode. <laughs> I'd forgotten all about that episode. Mm-hmm. It's on uh, uh, Comedy Central's website with a lot of commercials, I got to say. Well, <laughs> a lot of those things are going to have that. So you said you were doing some reading on the on the forums about complaints about quests and dungeon balance. Yeah, I don't want to spend too much time talking about this because we spent a lot of time talking about it last week. I've just found that there are some people that are posting threads on the forums saying that they don't like the balance of world quests versus dungeons in the sense that dungeons used to be more important mm-hmm. for getting gear. And now it's all about world quests. Now I love world quests. I like the fact that I'm outside. I can do whatever I want. I can pick and choose. Uh, yesterday, like I said, I was trying to get 15,000 order resources. I couldn't, I was just a little short. So fine. I'll get them today. Not a big deal. Uh, I, I missed doing dungeons. I missed the need to do dungeons. And so well, that, you that's do have some to need to do dungeons. Well, you do, you have, you have to finish storylines, uh, but you can do that on normal. I'm, uh-huh. And I did a heroic, what was it? I did a heroic, um, I can't remember which one, but I did a heroic and I got, I would first, I was like first in uh, DPS and I was flying through it and we all got through it very, very quickly. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, Again, not spending a lot of time on this. I just want to say that I'm not the only one who's noticing that the balance between what you do outside of dungeons and inside of dungeons has changed. Now, I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm just saying that I recognize it because that's what we've been doing for the last few years. You you gear up, you go outside, you do your quest, you gear up, you do your dungeons, you uh-huh. get your gear in the dungeons, and then that's how you gear up for rating now the world quest is is a little different because you can get better gear in the world quest than you can in dungeons 